One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The simple definition of the word jar, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is to have a harsh or unpleasant effect on someone or something, to make someone feel uneasy. You can elicit the same type of reaction if you add an additional jar. Jar, jar. That word has been defined by some Star Wars fans and film critics as an abomination, a tragedy, and the character that ruined the prequels. Because the hate for him is so deep-rooted, I honestly don't know if I can redeem Jar Jar. 
Who am I to say that you should like his muy muis and misas? I bashed him for 17 years, but in recent months, I've become a recovering Jar Jar hater. I can thank my friends at Force Center for helping me turn to the light side. One of the reasons I wanted to tackle this divisive character is because I've often wondered, if we peel back all the angry layers and just look at the core of the Jar Jar character, would he still be worthy of so much disgust? If we learn more about Jar Jar's intended purpose, could we forgive George Lucas? And how does Ahmed Best, the actor who brought Jar Jar to life, feel about being the most loathed character in Star Wars history? We'll answer those questions and more in this part two episode of the Star Wars characters we love to hate. This is The Jedi Beat. I'm your host, Jennifer Landa. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The story of Jar Jar begins in an unlikely place. <laughs> 
Listen, all you New Yorkers. The South Bronx. This is where Ahmed Best was born, and in 1977, his father took him to see his very first movie, Star Wars. Ahmed was three years old, and his father Adrian recalls that his young son was fixated by everything happening on the screen. Star Wars had left young Ahmed speechless. That is until he and his brother and sister went home and recited every line they could remember from the film. Ahmed became obsessed with Star Wars, but his family couldn't afford to splurge on Star Wars merchandise. His father was a cameraman for Good Morning America, and his mother was an artist and musician. But when Ahmed found Star Wars fabric at their local fabric store, his mother used it to make curtains and pillowcases for him and his brother. They may not have had a lot of money, but the best household had an abundance of creativity. Ahmed's mother taught him how to play the drums, while his father schooled him in martial arts. By the age of four, Ahmed was able to recite Martin Luther King's speeches in his kindergarten class. According to his father, Ahmed was always a fun and curious child. He was also a little impatient, in part because, as his father said, his brain would work so quickly that he was ready to move on to the next thing. When he was 12, the best family moved to Maplewood, New Jersey. The transition was rough, particularly because the town was primarily white, and they often found themselves on the receiving end of subtle racism. Ahmed, his brother, and their father were stopped by the police several times. But Ahmed focused on his activities at Columbia High School, like acting society, marching band, student council, and being captain of the track team. After high school, he won a full scholarship to Syracuse, which he turned down. Needless to say, his parents were not thrilled, but eventually they got over it and told him that they'd support him in whatever he decided to do. Ahmed worked a series of retail jobs, went to the Manhattan School of Music, and then he got his big break, joining the Broadway musical Stomp. Ahmed became the lead in Stomp in New York City for the U.S. and international tours. It was while he was on tour that Robin Gerland, George Lucas's casting director, caught one of his performances. Gerland was casting The Phantom Menace, and she was looking for a, quote, bumbling type of actor, someone with high energy, comedic, and improvisational, end quote. She liked what she saw, so she asked Ahmed to audition at Skywalker Ranch. Being the huge Star Wars fan he was, he was practically doing backflips. He was determined to get the gig. So when Gerlin asked him to do some movements in the audition, Ahmed used his frenetic energy to do handstands and cartwheels. It worked. Soon thereafter, he went to Industrial Light and Magic to do a motion capture audition. Ahmed had no idea what this meant until he was given a Lycra suit with light sensors, which tracked his movements into a computer. On his head, he wore a sweatband with light sensors on it, and on his feet, he wore white sneakers with five-inch wooden platforms. Before Andy Serkis' iconic performance as Gollum in Lord of the Rings, Ahmed was one of the first actors to really test the motion capture technology. Here is Ahmed talking with James Arnold Taylor at Star Wars Weekends in 2014. We're all so used to seeing mocap now, aren't we? You know, with uh, Lord of the Rings, Andy Serkis, all this. But this was way before that that you're doing that. Yeah, this was about um, four or five years before Andy did it. 
and they just capitalized on all the mistakes that we made, you know, because they were writing the motion capture software yeah. as I was doing it. So they were writing everything based on me, and that software is, like, still used. Love him or hate him, without Jar Jar, we might not have gotten Avatar, Caesar and Planet of the Apes, Davy Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean, and of course, Snoke, and my favorite, Maz Kanata, from The Force Awakens. I am no Jedi, but I know the Force. But in that motion capture audition, Ahmed had no idea what to expect. So when George Lucas arrived and asked Ahmed to walk, he was eager to impress the legendary filmmaker. Instead of a walk, he gave him a breakdance glide. George redirected him to do more of a long, easy stride. As Ahmed loped across the room, George watched the computer. He had seen what he needed to see. George thanked him, and that was that. Ahmed thought he had blown the audition. However, a few weeks later, he was offered the job and told he had to fly to England for one day for a creature fitting. He gave Stomp his notice and hopped on a plane. Ahmed was originally hired to only do the physicality of Jar Jar Binks. It was Ahmed's physical talent that had originally pressed George Lucas. I hired Ahmed because he is very physical and he can act with his body. George wanted Jar Jar's movements to be loose and silly, almost reminiscent of silent film star Buster Keaton. Anytime Ahmed would start to be too athletic in his movements, George would rein him back in. After all, Jar Jar Binks was inspired by Disney's Goofy. (laughs) During filming, Ahmed wore a full Jar Jar bodysuit and a partial Jar Jar head attachment. The Gungan's face sat on top of Ahmed's head, and a black visor that looked like dark sunglasses covered Ahmed's eyes. This left Ahmed's nose, mouth, and neck exposed. As George Lucas said during production, the weird costume looked pretty good if you weren't wearing glasses and filled in the space where Jar Jar's neck would be. The original reasoning behind this choice was because George Lucas and his team thought it might be cheaper, look better, and speed up the animation process if they filmed Ahmed's body performance and only digitally replaced his head. This did not prove to be the case. Here's visual effects producer Jeff Olson delivering bad news to George Lucas in the making of the Phantom Menace documentary. At at first glance, we might think there's a large chunk to be saved from um, Jar Jar in a suit, but looking at all the shots that he's in, Mm -hmm. um, which is 461, the difference of the approach we would take without a suit Mm -hmm. versus doing a suit is about a million three. Because motion capture technology was still so new, Everyone was trying to figure out what the benefit would be of having Ahmed on set wearing a $100,000 suit that they might have to digitally replace anyways. George Lucas thought it would be beneficial for animators if Ahmed's performance was captured. Plus, he still wanted to see if it was quicker to animate just Jar Jar's head. But producer Rick McCallum thought a purely CG character was the best way to go. One of the things that could make this thing the most special thing in the world is that it is a pure CG character. Yeah. But what we're trying to do in the end is no, speed up the guy. animation. We have the guy anyway. Yeah. We're shooting the guy anyway. So if you have the guy in the suit, it costs you the aggravation of how does he stand it in the suit, the wear and tear in the suit, does it look good? Yeah, no, I know, but at the end, that's all that stuff. But what you gain is that there are moments where he interacts with humans and everything, which cut costs very fast. 
As film production was underway, the ILM team did a Jar Jar test. In order to see how well the head replacement animation would look, they filmed Ahmed doing an action sequence, wearing his Jar Jar suit and head attachment. As the film crew was setting up the next shot, the VFX team presented George with a side-by-side comparison, one sequence with the head digitally replaced, and one sequence with a fully animated Jar Jar. As visual effects supervisor John Knoll told George Lucas, the results confirmed what everyone initially thought. As it turns out, the fully animated one was actually about half the man hours of the head replacement. So we spent $100,000 on that suit that we didn't need to spend. Well, but the suit is actually extremely useful for, uh, you know, all the time while they were working on that, we were looking at, okay, we're going to get the shadow to match this one better, and, and this was actually really great lighting and performance preference. A team of 45 animators worked on The Phantom Menace, and 15 of them were assigned to Jar Jar. The challenge was to make sure that Jar Jar didn't look too cartoony. According to animation supervisor Rob Coleman, quote, The audience expects to see certain laws of physics, whether they think about it or not. You can only move across the room so fast. You can only jump so high. Jar Jar became the first ever fully digital main character in cinema history. Ahmed put every ounce of his being into the character of Jar Jar, except his voice initially. George Lucas and his team were looking for a professional voiceover actor to voice the Gungan character. So when Ahmed heard they were auditioning other people, he sent in an audition tape with five to six different voices. George heard Ahmed's audition and hired him as the voice of Jar Jar. The particular voice George liked was one Ahmed had honed for many years. Whenever he would read books to his cousins, nieces, and nephews, he would put on different voices for all the characters. Jar Jar's voice was the go-to kid voice he would use during story time. George Lucas had envisioned Jar Jar as a big kid, so naturally he gravitated to the voice that was Ahmed's kid crowd-pleaser. We are going underwater, okay, day. Am I warning you? Gungans no liking outsiders, so don't expect a worm welcome. Ahmed Best did not create the Gungan language. All the Misas and Yusas were in the script, so we can thank the maker for that one. Ahmed has said that George Lucas knew Jar Jar was the riskiest character in The Phantom Menace. George told him that he was really going out on a limb with this Gungan. C-3PO was funny, but in a very formal, dry way. And while Chewbacca got some laughs, Jar Jar was the first outright comic character. The style of Jar Jar's comedy is one that has angered many people over the years. The humor is slapstick, silly, and at times very over the top. To some critics, this comedy style has no place in Star Wars. Jar Jar is a character that is meant to appeal to children, because as George Lucas told BBC's Newsnight in 1999, quote, The movies are for children, but they, the fans, don't want to admit that. In the first film, they absolutely hated R2 and C-3PO. In the second film, they didn't like Yoda. And in the third one, they hated the Ewoks. And now Jar Jar is getting accused of the same thing. By 1999, George Lucas had adopted three children. His youngest son, Jet, was born in 1993. Jet used to call tractors and trucks Gungans, which later became the name for the amphibious sentient species. George chose that name because, quote, 
I just like the sound of it. I'm always on the lookout for interesting sounding words. I have to come up with hundreds of them. Kids were definitely on his mind while creating the prequels. Jar Jar's childlike humor, along with the visual effects challenges, made him a huge risk. But if George was able to make people believe a green rubber puppet was a wise Jedi master, why couldn't he pull this one off? (laughs) Ahmed Best's performance impressed everyone on set. Liam Neeson likened him to a young Eddie Murphy. When the film ended, Liam told his agents, quote, You've got to get this guy. Ahmed enjoyed bringing Jar Jar to life, partially because he identified with the Gungan outcast. Quote, I saw an innocence in the character. I saw the honesty of the character. I saw the awkward kid who just didn't fit in. I was definitely the kid who didn't fit in. That's why I identified with the character. End quote. Shortly before the film premiered, Ahmed ran into animation supervisor Rob Coleman, who had just seen a screening of the film. He told Ahmed, You are the essence of the character. You did so much for us. Star Wars Episode I, The Phantom Menace, was released on May 19, 1999, and Ahmed Best's life was never the same. After the first news media screenings in the U.S., Ahmed started doing press junkets and interviews. He became baffled by the type of questions he was being asked. Questions like, is Jar Jar gay? Is Jar Jar Jamaican? Is Jar Jar perpetuating the slave mentality by being indebted to Qui-Gon Jinn? Ahmed began to realize that his character was not going to be beloved or even embraced. Little did he know then that things were about to get worse. After the film was released to the public, the backlash against Jar Jar was strong and swift. While many fans loved this new character, there was a large group of fans who were very vocal about their disgust with Jar Jar. The hate for Jar Jar is so strong that even today there are people who take to YouTube to rant about him. Start with the obvious factor that Jar Jar Banks is annoying. It's not even a real language. Seriously, can someone please tell me what Misa and Yusa means? Jar Jar Banks! I hate that little I'm gonna die! He deserves to get a punch to the face. He is just the dumbest character ever. No one likes him. Again, he's stupid. And if I were like Darth Vader or Kylo Ren or the Emperor or a Stormtrooper or anyone like that, anyone in the Galactic Empire, I would capture him, strangle him, chop his head off, and serve him as a fish fillet. For the man who created the most reviled character in Star Wars history, he says the backlash against his character was painful. It was difficult not to take all the criticism personally. In an interview with YouTuber Jamie Stangroom, Ahmed said, quote, Even though sometimes you play characters, you put a lot of your own personality into it. You get emotionally and personally invested in the work that you do. I mean, it's your work, and you take pride in it, like any, dare I say, craftsman. So when your work is criticized negatively, you feel it a bit. The biggest criticism audiences had with Jar Jar was his foolish nature that seemed to pander to children. 
Ahmed concedes that, yeah, they probably felt a little bit condescended to, and that he can understand why they wanted a more serious story. But by the same token, children really liked it, and George's idea was to make a movie that lasted 20 to 30 years. While some adults still hold on to their dislike of Jar Jar, there are many adults who watch the film as children, who have fond memories of the sidekick. He said this to me when the backlash happened. He was like, 20 years from now, you're going to see almost a reverse of the backlash. And he was right. You know, he was like, the kids who watch Jar Jar are going to be adults in 10, 15, 20 years. George Lucas's risk hadn't paid off the way he had hoped. But Jar Jar did have his fans. And it wasn't just with kids. At the Force Awakens premiere in 2015, Frank Oz professed his love for Jar Jar and also shared his bewilderment over the angry aftermath. George the Jar Jar Binks, when I saw that script, I thought he was a fantastic character, and I don't know what the heck happened. George is, was so wonderful with that thing. So I'm a Jar Jar Binks fan, just so you know that. Have you heard the theory that Jar Jar Binks might be a master Sith Lord? No, I haven't. But they didn't give him a chance to do anything, as a matter of fact, because people were so unfair. I thought he was fantastic. He was hysterical. It reminded me of Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello were a comedy duo popular in the 1940s and 50s. They used slapstick comedy in their routines, which is a style of humor involving exaggerated physical activity. Lou Costello played an unlucky guy who was bumbling and childlike. One of his popular catchphrases was, I'm a bad boy. This is one of my favorite routines that they used to perform called Who's on First? Well, let's see now. We have on our team, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find then, out, the guy's name. Uh -huh. That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Now, Abby, you now, want to be the manager of the baseball team? Yes. You know the guy's names? Well, I should. Well, now you tell me the guy's names on the baseball I team. I say, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You ain't saying nothing to me yet. Go ahead and tell me. <laughs> I can definitely see the influence of Lou Costello in Jar Jar Binks, whether it's intentional or not. One scene that was intentionally influenced by a comedian was the scene where Jar Jar's tongue goes numb after making contact with the energy binders on Anakin's pod racer. It was um, a direct ripoff from a Bill Cosby sketch. I can't take really that much credit for it. That was George's pitch. He wanted me to do that. My tongue is fatted. My tongue is Whether it's Maddie, baby? Maddie, baby? If you believe the theory that Jar Jar is an evil Sith Lord, then you also believe his slapstick behavior was all an elaborate cover, and that George Lucas had grand plans for Darth Jar Jar, but potentially backed off after fan backlash following The Phantom Menace. This theory is an intriguing one, and I recommend you checking out the thread on Reddit if you want to bite into this juicy conspiracy theory. One thing that is for sure is that after The Phantom Menace, Jar Jar's role in the prequels became progressively smaller. Jar Jar may have been infamous to the public, but after three Star Wars films, Ahmed Best the actor was still somewhat unknown. No one associated his face with Jar Jar Binks, which proved to be both a blessing and a curse, as he told YouTuber Jamie Stangroom. All my life, I wanted to be a character actor. I wanted to disappear into these roles. I didn't want to be known as me. When I did it, it was really more about the technology. So people really didn't know that the guy behind it actually was, you know, a character actor. 
Then when I moved out to L.A., it was incredibly difficult uh, because, like I said, it's all about, you know, visceral. Who are you? Can people recognize you? And, and, and no one recognized me. It did inhibit me from getting other work. Even though he had worked with one of the greatest filmmakers of our time, Ahmed Best had to start his acting career anew. He went back to the theater and rejoined the show that started it all, Stomp. And it was his love for theater and performing that kept him going. Since then, he's continued working as an actor. And he's maintained a great sense of humor about his despised character. In 2007, he reprised the role of Jar Jar for the Robot Chicken Star Wars episode. What's that happened to you? You burn your face. Ah! He is hilarious in this episode, and his voiceover work actually won him an Annie, which awards excellence in animation. A man of many talents, he is also a DJ who goes by the name of DJ Starfaker. He has created mixes and plays clubs throughout the U.S. All my friends, they try to tell me. He also co-wrote and is co-starring in a new Fox TV show called Two Black Dudes, executive produced by Seth MacFarlane. Originally, the show started out as a web series, but at the screening, the night before the series premiered online, Seth MacFarlane saw it and bought it that night. Ahmed Best is a likable, funny, charming, and smart guy. He's also extremely passionate about his work and Even now, you can see in interviews that the backlash against Jar Jar was a very difficult time in his life. What would it feel like to be plucked from obscurity, experience the Star Wars magic firsthand, pour your heart into a groundbreaking character that would forever change movie-making technology, only to have all your hard work be turned into a punchline for over 17 years? Probably wouldn't feel so good. He's embarrassing. There is a person underneath that CG skin who eagerly tried to make Jar Jar a character that audiences would love. And there are many fans who do. Do you like Jar Jar Binks? Yeah, he's funny. He's also kind of clumsy, though. That, yeah. didn't, that didn't bother you? Um, no. It just made him a little bit more funny, right? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Nowadays, there's another character some kids aren't too fond of. I don't like Kylo Ren because, um... In the movie, um, Ray, she, I don't know, like, get fainted. He's kind of mean, right? Yes. Eric and Elise are big fans of Jar Jar. And some of you listening right now might be as well. For me, I will never love Jar Jar like I do Yoda or Jabba the Hutt or even the Ewoks. But I can appreciate all the hard work that went into creating him and how much joy he's brought to fans over the years. My relationship with Jar Jar is on the mend, in part because I am now a parent. My daughter is too young to watch the films, but when she does, I will appreciate the risk George and Ahmed took just to give my daughter a laugh. Special thanks to all of you who shared your thoughts with me about the previous episode. I was very surprised to learn that so many of you are Ewok fans. Yubnub for life. Several of you are true Jedi, since you don't have any hate or love for the little guys. Hmm, most impressive. Like I said earlier, I don't know if this episode will change your mind on Jar Jar. Search your feelings. 
and let me know if it did. I'd love to hear your thoughts. So you can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Landa, hashtag Jedi Beat, or my Facebook page. Have you subscribed to the Force Center feed yet? If you're a Star Wars fan, and I'm guessing you are, click that button on iTunes, Podomatic, or Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell a friend. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, this has been The Jedi Beat. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 